from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. As we welcome in our next guest, Baylor's associate head coach, Alvin Brooks III from Baylor Men's Basketball joins us. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Well, we were selected, um, you know, obviously we've been blessed with, you know, great players in the past that is in position to win a lot of games and Due to the success of the program, we were asked to represent the, to represent the United States, and we were scheduled to um, go a while, but because of COVID, we weren't allowed to go. And even this year, uh, we were scheduled to go to China, but because of you know COVID and everything, we weren't allowed to go. And so, um, Toronto, Canada, is the place that we'll be now. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Uh, what what an opportunity, and uh, I think I'm right, uh, aren't I, that you're going to wear USA uh, uniforms, jerseys, right? Yes, we are. It's, yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, it gives us all a chance to, you know, it's something that, you know, as a kid, a lot of us dream about, to wear a United States jersey. You watch the Olympics a lot. And, you know, now we get that coaches, we have United States gear. And so we'll have an opportunity to represent our great country. And, you know, our goal is to go out there and give the maximum effort to make the country proud. Nice. Very, very cool. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, this is the best of the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Aaron Sexton. It is the best of the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Aaron Sexton. Coming up on the best of the John Moore Show today, we'll hear conversations the voice of the Bears had with former Baylor basketball standout and current director of player development for men's basketball, Tweedy Carter. John talked to him right after he was hired as the director of player development for men's basketball. We'll also hear from former Baylor baseball All-American John Topolsky. John talked with him right after the hiring of his ex-assistant coach, Mitch Thompson, as the new head Baylor baseball coach. But first off, one of John's Inside the Den segments, this one with Brooke Bednars, who wears many hats in the Baylor Athletic Department. She's a feature producer and co-host during the tailgate show and men's basketball. She's the co-host with John of the Sikkim podcast, and she's also the associate director of Baylor Vision. Here's John's conversation with Brooke Bednars on the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, not just someone inside the Baylor Athletic <laughs> Department. It is Brooke Bednars with us today, our Inside the Den segment. Welcome to you. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, John. This is this is fun. This kind of is a fun. little bit of a change up from the from the usual Sikkim podcast that exactly. we do together. So which, thank you. Yes, which we uh, just had a special edition with Mitch Thompson the end of last week. We thought we were finished, knew there could be some special editions on mm-hmm. the horizon, but that was fun to do, wasn't it, with Mitch? Oh my gosh, yes. And I'm so happy happy 
to have special editions. <laughs> you know, we were kind of bummed. Year two came to a wrap, but it was exciting to celebrate all of those things and kind of remember and reflect on what a great year two it was. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely excited that we were able to have a special edition and I'm super excited for Baylor baseball and coach Thompson and for him to continue to build his staff and get things going. Yeah, same here. Really excited about it. Uh, that is one of the things you do uh, on a regular <laughs> basis. Uh, the Inside the Den segment is let people get to know you a little bit better, you know. So tell tell everybody kind of what, what is on your plate, like how many right. different things do you have. I wear a lot have? of hats. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> as you do as well. Um, it kind of depends on – what season we're in um looking ahead to the fall for football season i host uh the tailgate show and produce that with you Derek smith uh seth russell and elliot coffee uh, before all the home football games we pick the podcasts back up obviously um and then i also do features for that so i'm doing those sit down interviews long form stories uh that most people would probably see on social media or for the first time on the show or on the radio. Um, so I do those, um, get to kind of tell the story behind the, behind the athlete and behind the stats. Um, that's really what I'm passionate about. And so get to do those for uh, football season, carry that into basketball season. That's um, uh, when they'll be for ESPN Plus halftime mm-hmm. segments. I also do sideline reporting for sometimes soccer, sometimes basketball, really just depends on the schedule of, of things. Um, and then in softball and baseball season, we have so many games going on at the same time that that's when I kind of really fit the uh, Baylor Vision mold, I would say, and I help <laughs> right. produce um, those games for ESPN Plus uh, because they're at the same time and our producer cannot be in both studios at yep. once. Yep. So uh, I'm kind of behind the scenes for that a little bit. Um, but yeah, I wear a lot of hats. Uh, my work's on social media. It's at the podcast. It's the shows. Uh, but I love it. A lot of hats, all related, yes. all with Baylor Vision, all uh, you know, all Baylor related, mm-hmm. also. So it's fun, isn't it? Oh my gosh, yes. And and what I do love is not only are they all Baylor and athletic related, but they're also storytelling related. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're different platforms. Whether it's a short, quick video for social media, whether it's a long two to three minute segment to really dive deep on a certain story, or I mean, I never imagined being on the radio first of all second of all doing a podcast um, because I'm a pretty facial expression forward person I like to talk with my hands and on the radio and on a podcast you can't you can't see that and so I've had to really work on my voice and how to you know express what I'm feeling Um, but I've loved doing the second podcast and I mean shoot we have 45 minutes sometimes depending on the person to get to really dive deep into these stories and and to ask questions that you know, otherwise we wouldn't have time to. So it's been it's been a neat time for sure, and I really have become a big fan of that platform. Go back to football season, the tailgate show, and you yes. said you produced that hour show. Uh, give give folks a little sampling of that. That's a big job to produce an hour TV slash radio broadcast. You know, every prior to every home game. Yes, so uh, it is a big task. It pretty much becomes my entire job in the fall. Um, so at the very beginning of it, I am, uh, you know, shooting interviews with our student athletes and our coaches. Um, that's usually late after practice one night and diving deep, getting those interviews and then turning around and editing those features. 
Uh, from there, I have seven segments that I arrange different hosts. You're one of them. <laughs> uh, I get you for two segments. Right. I get Derek for all of them. Um, and then we bring on offensive analyst uh, Seth Russell, former quarterback, and then a former linebacker, Elliot Coffey, uh, to be my defensive analyst. Um, and so then I really just break down the game. I have seven segments to do so. Um, try to mix in the the legend of the game with a live interview. I uh, fit those features. They're timely features um, about the team and kind of fit those into which segment they fit in best with. Um, and then I try to communicate that best I can to all of you guys to, um, you know, make sure that you understand kind of where my thought process is and how things tie into these deeper stories, but also the game that we're about to play and maybe the game that we just came out off of, things that Coach Randa has been talking about in press conferences and so on and so forth. So uh, just really kind of diving deep and giving a, a behind-the-scenes look into Baylor football. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a lot of work, but a lot it's of fun. It's a lot of work, yeah. So <laughs> kudos to you. Great job Thank on that. You. And it's fun to do. It's fun yeah, to – Yeah, uh, I have a good time. Yeah, fun to be a part of. All right, so that is the uh, fall, and you talked about different seasons of the year. You have different responsibilities. Uh, the Sikkim podcast kind of goes throughout the school year. Um, tell me, uh, tell us about the event you were part of last week. A little bit different, isn't it? Uh, I don't. At least I don't know that you've been a part of anything like this before. No, I really hadn't. And it was uh, first. I want to give a shout out to um, my boss Justin Hoff and Chris Humphreys because they really opened the door for me to allow to allow me to seek something out like this. It was galvanized um, with Laura Oakman. She's a reporter, uh, NFL on Fox. And for a long time, Baylor Vision, um, they go to the IDEA conference. And this year it's in Nashville. And some of my coworkers are going to that. But it wasn't really tailored to, you know, I, I joked about kind of finally fitting the Baylor Vision mold. Yeah. Um, and so it wasn't really tailored to what I do. And gotcha. so this was – a neat opportunity. Uh, it's all about storytelling. Uh, Laura Oakman started it about a decade ago. Um, she's the third longest tenured uh, sideline reporter in the NFL. And so she has a wealth of knowledge, experience, and connections. And mm -hmm. she uses that. Uh, she built Galvanize, which is truly just a, a platform for a boot camp. And she selects about 20 to 24 uh, women and really just, you know, it's all about vulnerability mm. and she had us write an essay we were partnered with a roommate in a hotel um then the next day we had you know a 10-hour day um where we truly just you know ripped off all the stereotypes ripped off off of anything that you could google or facebook about any of us um she didn't want to know where we were from or what we do or uh anything like that she wanted to know who we are mm. and so um really you know walked us through a bunch of different exercises to figure that out and to introduce each other. Um, she brought Shereen Williams in, a fantastic writer. I mean, I could go on and on with her bio, but uh, just kind of like leading the way for women in the sports storytelling world, specifically football, covering the Dallas Cowboys, um, and just kind of opened up a, a, a time and a space for us to really dive deep and ask questions about the industry uh, to her and uh, Shireen. And then um, on the second day, we were met by the associate head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, Rob Davis, um, their head PR person, Scott Agulnick, and then their mental coach, uh, 
and John, he works for two very prestigious teams. He's part-time with the Dallas Cowboys uh-huh. and uh, full-time with, with the New York Yankees. Oh, my gosh. So, um, <laughs> but we met with them, and uh, we went in the defensive team room, and we were the last stop um, for their rookie school. And so uh, 20, 28 rookies walked in the room, and they had no idea – what we were doing there hmm. and why we were there. And then Laura introduces what Galvanize is, and it's truly women empowering women. Um, there's not a ton of women who do what we do at where we all work. So, um, you know, we might be one, like, I, you know, I'm kind of one of the only ones here at Baylor who mm-hmm. does something like this. And so that's the same for a bunch of uh, these other women. And so it was giving us an opportunity to build connections with all of each other. Um, and then we got to do that for the rookies. They'd been in rookie school, and they, they knew each other a little bit, uh, but I would say it was very surface level. And then um, when they partnered with us, I was fortunate enough to be able to visit with two rookies, um, but we got to talk anything but football. It was all off the table. Um, and so we were talking about the athlete as a person and who they are and what experiences they've had. Um, and then we stood up, and we had 15 minutes to get to know them, and really dive deep and ask them very vulnerable and personal questions and and they were great sports and you know jumped right in and 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 bought in which was which was really exciting and then we had a minute to introduce them to their team Mm. and so it was a very vulnerable space um a lot of respect there and to see the mental coach to see the pr specialist to see the associate head coach sitting there and all the guys being like wow I had no idea Hmm. so-and-so had gone through whatever it was or had Mm -hmm. overcome whatever it was. And then they were like, well, I've done that. Hmm. That was me. That was my story. And so it just took a bunch of rookies who originally were strangers at the beginning. You know, maybe they knew each other about where they went to school or where they played or what their stats were, what awards they'd won. Um, But then it really showed them, like, you're not the only one that is extremely overwhelmed with this new playbook with – the newfound freedom that a lot of them talked about, you know, like we don't have this strict college schedule anymore. And <laughs> right. I was like, right. You know, the, no one checking in on them all the time because it's their job. And um, so it was really eye opening for all of them. It was eye opening for us. It was neat for us to not be the media. That's really, we were not the media. That's what we were stressing. Uh, we were just there galvanized, partnered with the Dallas Cowboys and they really allowed us to, to be able to, you know, practice building relationships and, and diving deep and then, you know, help to them out in the meantime, because now they're all going off to enjoy their summer break and then they'll come back and essentially fight for their life and they're right on that, t- on that team. So, but one thing that really stuck out to me was um, at the end, the coach got up there and he said, men, we talk a lot about protecting the locker room. And he goes, and I've never, I'd never want to work with anyone who hasn't been through stuff. And he said, I've done blah, 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 been through all of these things. And I want to be that mentor for you. And I would be confident and comfortable having you in our locker room. Hmm. And so it was neat to be in there in that moment and to hear that for these guys. And, you know, now I'm fans of two rookies that I know a lot about. (laughs) And I, you know, I I wish them all the best. What a great experience for you, you know, as a professional growth experience. Right. It really was. I mean, first and foremost, just the networking and and knowing that now I can lean on Laura Oakman, who, like I said, has such a vast wealth of knowledge and an experience. And then to get to be in a small room with her where it's only 24 other women, where 
we were sharing vulnerable things, getting to know each other and her to actually take the time to give advice. And then after we had that moment with the rookies, then we went and did stand-ups. And for anyone who doesn't know what that is, um, it's usually the front of a package where we just stand there on camera and we try to get the words right and, and <laughs> tell you what the story is about to be. Um, but that was really cool. And to do it in front of a, a room full of, of people supporting you was, was pretty neat because, I mean, the TV world is fast and usually you don't have a lot of time to figure out a stand-up, which we didn't. And uh, then you get in front of the camera with the lights on and the cameraman behind you, the camera, you know, telling you to go and people counting you in and a whole room of people. And, you know, sometimes like it's a little pressure for, there. It, that's a lot of pressure. And um, <laughs> like Laura said, not all the time people are yelling nice things at you. So um, it was really nice to be in a room like that and to learn and to have the opportunity um, and to get reps. I mean, this is stuff that you know isn't always offered and um my biggest thing was just to have feedback mm -hmm. to get feedback from a woman who has done what i'm doing mm -hmm. and has been literally where i've been and to get her advice on on how to you know continue to grow and develop in this industry so what it, was, a, it was really exciting. Yeah, what a great experience. That's great. Thanks for sharing with us about that. What about uh, uh, moving forward now? What What are you working on this time of year? I know you had football content days. Oh, yeah. Was that last week? Uh, yes. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So explain to our listeners exactly what that means. What is <laughs> What are football, football content? Football content days are a whirlwind. Yeah. We bring the entire football team over to McLean Stadium and we run them through all of these stations and that's when we get the content for the year. That's when we get the intro video shot. That's when we get the fan engagement videos that you see on the video board at McLean shot. That's when I do 35 plus interviews <laughs> with all of these uh, athletes, some of which are for stories that I'll be working on because they're fortunate enough to be uh, in the industry, what we call evergreen, mm -hmm. which means um, if I shoot them in June, they still are relevant in August. That's the plan. Uh, that's the plan. Yeah. Um, but I am a little bit limited on that stuff, so only a few of those will actually be for the tailgate show. Um, but majority of my interviews were with our seniors, uh, and that's that, that's just special, getting to, you know, reflect on their careers and their careers have been ups and downs and sideways and you name yeah. it with this pandemic and coaching staff changes and uh but just to get to hear their thoughts their memories and to have them reflect on how they have grown not only as football players but as men um is, is really neat Nice. Very good. So there, folks, is uh, a sampling of what goes on in football content days. It's organized chaos. <laughs> yeah, for three long days, yes, too, right? Yes. So you'll see some of that over the course of the season coming up when the football season gets here. Uh, and you're doing all of this while planning a wedding. <laughs> Congratulations yes. again to you and Brock. Thank uh, you. We, we did a basketball game together, and we got to uh, show your ring on the yes. air. That was fun. So. Plans going well for Plans that? Plans are going well. Good, we have a date. Good. We have venue. We have the good, church. Good, good. We have all of our friends asked to be in our bridal party. So uh, <laughs> we're making moves, but it's it's a lot. I mean, now that I'm kind of in the thick of it, I'm like, well, yeah, no, I see. I yep. see how people get overwhelmed with this. Yep. But, um, yeah, making it work, and it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's a lot of decisions, but when you just look at them in small pieces, I'm like, 
Yeah, I got this. Yeah, so, very good. It's been fun. And Brock has been awesome. He has been the groom that's like, no, I would like to help. Wow. And I want to give feedback and asks for a list of things he can do. So I'm very lucky, lucky to have him. Way to go, Brock. Yes. And if my math is right, seven months from tomorrow? I think so, Tomorrow's yeah. the 28th. June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January. Yeah, seven all months. Right, all Ooh, right. the countdown there is on. There you go. Countdown <laughs> is on. That's great. Well, good. Congratulations again on that. And uh, we appreciate you visiting with us. Yeah, thanks, thanks for very having much. me. Yeah. This has been fun. You know I enjoy working with you, so uh, <laughs> thanks for doing this on the side. Absolutely. All right, that's Brooke Bednars with Baylor Vision. That is our Inside the Den segment for today. Hope you uh, get a good uh, inside look at some of the things, uh, some more of the things that Brooke does. No J-Mo, no problem. This is the best of the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the best of the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Earlier this year, John was able to talk with Tweedy Carter, former Baylor basketball standout, after he was hired as the new director of player development for men's basketball. Here's that conversation with former Baylor basketball great Tweedy Carter on the Best of the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Weedy Carter around the screen of AC. He'll shoot a three and in a three to answer for Baylor. Well, that's big. Carter now up to 11 points in the game. Something to answer Xavier and to keep them from having some momentum. Now a steal at the other end. Play's done. Ahead to Tweedy Carter all the way up and in, and he's fouled. Tweedy Carter will have a chance at a three-point play on the breakaway after the steal. Now, back to the voice of the national championship, Baylor Bears. John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Aaron said, uh, oh, that was a deep dive into the archives. And it was. It goes back to 2010. But I got to tell you, Aaron, when I go looking for Tweety Carter highlights, it doesn't take that long to find them. Probably not that hard to find. Oh, there's a lot of them out there, which is really, really cool. And fun to uh, think about that and remember his days as a player here at Baylor. And now back as Director of Player Development on Scott Drew's staff. And we're joined by one of Baylor's all-time greats, Tweedy Carter. Tweedy, uh, I hope when you hear that highlight cut, it brings a smile to your face because it sure does to us. Uh, thanks for having me, John. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It, uh, <laughs> as I'm listening to it, I'm like, wow, that's awesome. That is awesome. That was a heck of a game. Um, you know, Xavier was a tough team. I'm actually friends with, with Mark Lyons. So oh, wow. You know, to, to, to have that and, you know, to hear that, you know, bring back so many memories. That was in Florida, baby. And I, I actually um, watched that game, a little bit of it, uh, probably like three days ago. So wow. Was, How about that? That's fun. So that's just one random game, you know, from your Baylor career. But sounds like you remember it really, really well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That was a tough one. We we lost Alabama. We beat Iona in overtime. And, you know, we, we had a battle with those guys. And, you know, to to hear that, man, again, you know, after all these years, it, it just it just, you know, the emotions come out because it's it's, it's so it was a blessing to to to, to play for Berlin, to, to be here now, man, it's just huge. And 
I'm just thankful to be in this position and talking to you about this right now. That's great. Well, you know, we all feel the same way. Welcome back. Welcome home. Glad you're here as part of Coach Drew's staff. Uh, What what does that mean to you to come back to Baylor in this role? Oh, man, I'm I'm just thankful. It, It means a lot. Um, you know how much I love Baylor, Baylor, how much I love them, you know, um, and I always say, man, Baylor helped me out in so many ways, you know, and to, to help me grow up, to help me be a better husband, to help me be a better father, um, for my kids, um, you know, better person. It's just to, to be able to come back and, and coach, um, with Baylor after they gave so much to you, you know, um, it's just a huge honor and I'm just blessed. What about moving into uh, a coaching role? Now, this is director of player development, but on the coaching staff with Baylor, is that is that always something that you had in mind when your playing days were over? Oh yes, for sure, um, for sure. Especially when the program loved you, you love that, you love the program. You come back every year, every summer. Um, you know, to, to 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 be in this position again is is just awesome. And you you think about it because you know you always think about coaching as far as me you know I always thought about coaching here I just didn't think it would be now I know I didn't uh, put a date on it or anything like that I just knew one day I wanted to 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 be on that sideline uh helping helping the staff coach and helping coach Drew out and 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 you know now I get that opportunity to voice you know to give my uh voice to the players and be there for them and you know help them out as much as I can um to help them be better not only just on the court off the court as well Tweedy, 12-year playing career in professional basketball. Uh, what, what did it come down to? I mean, how, how was the decision made that that's yeah, time to hang up the, uh, you know, hang up the sneakers and move on to something else besides playing? Oh, yes. When, you, when you're when gone for so long, man, 12 years, uh, being overseas, traveling, you know, you, it, you, you appreciate it because you see the world. My family got to see the world. My, my kids, my wife, you know, everybody got to travel, get their passport stamped. You know, that's a huge blessing. But, you know, those years when I didn't have them, when I had to go nine or ten months away from my kids, you know, it it, it was – as I was getting older, you know, I wanted to – they sacrificed so much for me. You know, this year I wanted to make make sure I sacrificed for them to to be home with them more, to to, to be a part of their life more in person versus on the phone all the time and telling them I'm coming home, you know, daddy miss you. Now to, to to be home and to to be able to to just pick them up and go see them uh, to have them with you you know to go to sleep every night knowing that they they right there is just I mean it's just a huge blessing and it made it a little bit easier for me you know even though I cried yeah yeah you know, but it makes it a little bit easier to 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 say my goodbyes as a player well and i know how much of a family man you are so i i hear what you're saying i understand that completely so uh move on to the next phase of your life and your career now into coaching so let me let everybody know uh when you say see the world i mean you saw the world as a player <laughs> we played with yes. oklahoma city thunder uh, the g league team and then overseas yeah. in israel latvia croatia the czech republic germany france lithuania poland greece and portugal now that is seeing the world. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. It was it was fun. It was fun learning di- different cultures. You know, just to to have that opportunity, man. I can't stress enough. It's just especially coming from little old reserve Louisiana, St. John <laughs> Pat. You know, um, that that made me who I am today too. Um, just to to be able to get out of 
you know, where I was from. I never thought I'd be traveling and, and flying across the ocean to, to get to another uh, country, you know. So to have that for 12 years, I mean, I can't ask for more. What was your uh, – you, did you have a favorite stop, a favorite country you played in, a favorite team you played with during that time? Uh, I would say everywhere I've been was had good and bad moments, you know, but the, the fans that I developed throughout those countries, you know, I, I'm going to say I'm appreciative of all countries I went to because, you know, I was able to touch someone in each country, you know, and that's what it's always been about for me. If I could help uh, motivate one kid, uh, one uh, – adult that's just that was perfect for me because I know I had an impact on someone's life and that's what my life been about my you know majority of my life because you know a lot of people that was close to me had a huge impact on who I am today and I always wanted to to be that person for someone else because I had it growing up very cool my life yeah something totally different you know so for me to be able to give back and help out in, in any way I can I'm always there Weedy Carter, our guest on a Baylor's all-time greats, now back as Baylor's uh, Director of Player Development on Scott Drew's staff. What does that uh, explain to our folks what that job entails? Uh, what will you be doing with Coach Drew? Uh, just making sure the players are doing what they're doing. Um, you know, getting the, getting the class and, and being on top of things and holding them accountable, you know, um, and – you know, that's that's the main thing because, you know, we always, you know, we get, we get as players, we get judged so much, you know, so it's a lot on your mind. You got to go to class, you know, get opinionated every time you step on the court, on the court, you know, and just to help them uh, mentally, you know, to, to, to let them know um, that's a family here. And, you know, once, once you guys are done here, graduate, you know, go play professionally either in the NBA or overseas or, you know, even working, you know, um, we want them to know that they can always come back here, it's, you know, and always family, you know, but to, to help them to grow up and, and be better men uh, first, yeah. you know, and, and help them. Of course, you know, we, we, we want to win games and things like that. So to, to just help these guys uh, become men, you know, they come in as, as young men, we want to uh, help them lead to become uh, men. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Again, just helping out, you know, because I had a lot of help, um, in my time, and I just want to make sure I, I do the same and give back. Well, and you were a part of that, you know, as a player who came in here and grew in every way, had a great career, and then moved on. But then you have always stayed close. You've always come back, played with the vets, you know, in those summer games. And uh, so you you know this. I mean, you know that role, you know, from the other side as a former player. Now you're on the inside as part of the staff. Right, and and, to, and that's what I mean, you know, to have those older guys uh, help me out when I was going through my tough times, and 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 the fans and and the program to be patient to to still um, show love to still support over the years, especially my first couple of years was rough, you know, was different, um, was good, bad, you know, but to have that support throughout my four years here, and to have that support now, and you know, to see the love. Um, that you get from the fans, your family, your friends, you know, it's just huge. And it, and it, it says a lot about BU Nation and, and how dedicated they are to, to supporting their players, whether they're here playing now or, or, or past players, you know, to, to get that feeling, man. I just feel like I owe BU so much. And, you know, for me, it's, to be in this position, you know, I get to help out. I get to, again, show players something different, you know, communicate with them you know, um, be that for them, you know, when they're going through rough times because, you know, it's, it's hard. It's tough. You know, as speaking from a player standpoint, it was tough. 
you know, and now as a coach, you come with that understanding. I think, um, you know, you find out, you know, as long as the communication is there, man, you could help young men, you know, grow up and, and better their life and their, and their futures. Yeah, well, I think you're the perfect guy for that, uh, in that role for that job. Following Jared Nunes, who did a really good job in that role for the last few years, and Jay New moves up now to an assistant coach's uh, spot. Kind of a, a shuffling of the staff here, isn't it? Uh, and isn't it strange, uh, you know, the next year there'll be no uh, Coach Tang, Jerome Tang around, Baylor. <laughs> yeah, we're going to miss Coach. We're going to miss Coach for sure. Um, you know, he, he is a legend. And he did a lot for Baylor, you know, and I'm I'm happy about, you know, him and his family. Um, I wish him all the best, you know, and, and to our coaching staff now, you know, these guys are amazing. You know, I know they was amazing before, yeah. you know, but to to be a part of them, to see them, to see they work ethic early in the morning, you know, to, to see the time they spend in the gym, you know, uh, making sure everything is done the right way, you know, helping me out, being there for me every step of the way. Like, I mean – Coach New is just unbelievable. I can go down the line, you know, of, of how amazing each coach is, you know, because they really do love Baylor. They really do love each other. They really do, um, you know, want to be better every single day. And that's what I'm seeing, you know, when you when you outside looking in, you don't really know the grind that they put in, the time that they put in. But, you know, being in it, it's like unbelievable. And it's like, man, this is why I knew I loved you guys for a reason. You know? <laughs> and to see, them in action, to see them in action, it's just like, again, I feel like, the um, I mean, not feel like I am the rookie in this. And the same approach I took with basketball coming here, picking Curtis Gerald's, Aaron Bruce, Henry Dugat, Kevin Rogers, Mamadou, Josh Lomas to pick their brain, Epe Udo to pick their brain, Lace Dunn to pick their brain. Now I get to do it on the coaching side. And, I mean, what better staff than to learn from than, than these guys? And I'm just honored and blessed to to sit here and, and share the same locker room with them now on the coaching side. Gosh, that is great. That is so well said, man. And you are just uh, – it is so exciting to have you back as part of the staff. Here's the final question for you, all right? Are you ready for this hard-hitting final question? Next summer, or this summer – when the vets come back to play the current team, are you still suiting up with the vets, or are you now part of the uh, you know the inside of the coaching staff? So you're now part of the current team. <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, it's ah, I'm with the current team. All but, right, yeah, but, but 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 I will do whatever Coach Judy needs to do. <laughs> yeah, at that point, if I got to coach the vet, I will coach the vet. If I, <laughs> you know, but it's the vets have to come back. They have to come back. You know, um, I'm looking forward to, to helping them um, work on that to come back. And I'm, I can't wait. I can't wait for the <laughs> summer. I'm looking forward to it because, you know, this this is what BU's been about. Um, it's growing as a family, growing as a unit, and, that, and everybody has a huge part in why why uh, BU is successful. And, and that's what Coach Drew scream out all the time, the cultural joy for a reason. You know, that's what, that's what we uh, created. And that's what we want to continue, and to have everybody come back is is a big joy, you know. So, I'm just again, I'm just thankful and, and blessed to to be in this position and to sit here and have this conversation with you, man, John. It's it's just unbelievable because, you know, to be here from '06 and it's 2022, you know, and to hear you, man, it's just, you know, for me, it's it's. This is why, right here. That's all I can say. This is why. Perfect. This is why. Yeah, that is perfect. Man, it's great to visit with you. I'm really happy that you are back. 
and uh, we will see each other quite a bit now in the days to come. But uh, thanks for your time today. I appreciate you being on with us. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. All right, man. We'll see you again soon. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right. That is Tweedy Carter, one of Baylor's all-time greats, now back as part of Coach Drew's staff as the Director of Player Development. No JMO, no problem. This is the best of the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the best of the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. After the hiring of Mitch Thompson as the new Baylor baseball coach, John was able to talk with former Baylor All-American John Topolsky about his thoughts about his ex-coach being hired as the new head baseball coach of Baylor baseball. Here's that conversation with former Baylor All-American John Topolsky on the best of the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome John Morris Show on this Wednesday afternoon. That is Mitch Thompson in the open. The audio from uh, a preseason conversation we had a couple of years ago going into a year in which they won the Junior College World Series And then a highlight cut, Lark Smith with the call of the final out. uh, MCC, the Junior College National Champions for 2021. Back to the World Series this year. And Mitch Thompson is coming back to Baylor. I'm sure you've heard the news by now. Mitch, uh, it was announced earlier today, is the new head baseball coach at Baylor. He spent 18 years as an assistant on the Baylor staff, the last nine as a very successful head coach at MCC. Now today, uh, Mac Rhodes made the announcement that Mitch is the new head baseball coach at Baylor. We uh, we asked the question uh, about having Mitch on the show with us today. It was a resounding no, only because uh, the formal press conference to introduce uh, Coach Thompson won't be until next week. Uh, Mac Rhodes is out of town. I think Mitch is hitting the ground running recruiting-wise. So the formal press conference will be next week. We'll have plenty of opportunities to talk to him, but it won't be today. So uh, no interviews uh, with Mitch, as far as we know, or at least not Aaron in the 3 o'clock hour with uh, Mitch Thompson today. So what can we do? Well, let's find some guys who played for him, who coached with him, and talk to them about Mitch Thompson taking the job here at Baylor. And our leadoff hitter in every sense of the word today is John Topolsky, one of Baylor's all-time greats. Played at Baylor 1996 to 1999, All-Big 12, All-American. And Top, we appreciate you being on with us. Uh, Thanks for your time today. Thank you very much, John. I appreciate it. Very good. Uh, you uh, sounded like when I texted you and asked you to be on to talk about Mitch, it was an easy yes, easy answer for you, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, yes, ab- absolutely. I have. Uh, if I get any opportunity to talk about uh, Baylor's baseball program and Mitch Thompson in particular, I am honored to do so and jump at the opportunity. Very cool. I thought that would be the case with you, uh, knowing you as well as I do and knowing Mitch and your time together here. What 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 are your overriding thoughts uh, with the announcement that came today that Mitch is the new head baseball coach here? You know, I I honestly would love everyone to know that this is just another example of Mac Rhodes and his staff doing an exceptional job of vetting coaching candidates and choosing phenomenal coaching hires. Um, you know, Mitch, obviously, he and I have a relationship going back uh, from my freshman year and my recruitment. And, you know, he, he was a guy whom 
even his time at MCC, I think anybody were there that would tell you that he's, he's bled green and gold. And um, there was nobody in my mind that was going to bring the same level of passion or dedication to getting the program, you know, doing, doing for the program what it can do and what it needs to be done. I think that, you know, so much has been invested in, in uh, creating a winning culture at Baylor that, you know, I'm excited about watching Mitch and his guys carry that on and get us back to national prominence and, you know, do it with great consistency. And I'm excited. Yeah, very well said. How about uh, go back to your days uh, when you were being recruited by Mitch, by Baylor. Uh, what do you remember from that time? And, you know, the way Mitch has always been recognized as a great recruiter, uh, you saw that firsthand. No, I really did. You know, I, I, I think we've, we've I've heard the story probably. It's been such a long time. But really, I got recruited on one play. <laughs> and Mitch was there to see Mark Cogdell play and, and – Mark was playing, had already committed to play football and baseball here. And I, I ended up uh, making a defensive play, <coughs> excuse me, making a defensive play. And, and Mitch saw it and, and, and said, Oh well, man, I don't know that I've seen a whole lot of high school guys make that play. And it was a, it was a diving catch kind of in no man's land and third uh, past third base. I was playing shortstop. And I, I got up and I threw a guy out at home plate and literally that began my recruitment. And he and, uh, you know, he was really the catalyst for my recruitment. You know, Steve, Coach Smith came in after the fact, but, you know, legitimately he sold me on the vision of, of, of really me. He kind of instilled some confidence in me that I could play at this level and that um, it was, you know, I was, I was actually set to go to Notre Dame academically. And so, you know, he sold me on Baylor and I, I actually came to Baylor sight unseen. I had never actually set foot on campus. I just – I, uh, I loved his confidence and enthusiasm. And I loved what, um, loved what I always knew it was a great education, but I loved what those guys stood for and it was infectious. So that's, that's the part that makes me most excited and enthused about the look forward is, is knowing that I'm, I'm, uh, maybe I'm a little bit of a skeptic at times, but you know, when I see people that are genuine, I, I buy into it and I feed off of it. And I suspect that there's a whole lot of, young men that are looking for a great opportunity, a great coach and, and a great life mentor. And, and they're going to find coach and they're going to find Baylor. So I'm excited about the look forward. Yeah, boy, that is uh, such a great story and, and really says a lot about you and about Mitch as well. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. You come here, you're uh, now a member of the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. You hold still a number of Baylor records. Uh, as a Baylor baseball alum, how, how nice is it? How, um, I'm going to say, uh, comforting is it to have somebody that you know so well, like Mitch, you know, take over the reins of this program? No, absolutely. Um, he and I have had such a, a longstanding relationship, and it wasn't it wasn't um, a scenario where Mitch or any of the guys who or, or, or Coach Smith, you know, they didn't they didn't really recruit you for four years. They really recruited you for life, and they've all stayed in great touch. Um, have you know we don't we don't talk about baseball anymore necessarily. We talked about life and kids, and and <clears throat> so you know I. I I love the fact that I, I've had such a long-standing relationship with Mitch, and um, you know, we we obviously I'm a heck of a lot older now, so um, we look at life a little bit differently. But um, no, he's I, I'm 
I, I'm as enthused, you know, it's it truly, it's, it's watching a family member get the accolade that they've so coveted and so worked for. Um, and he's poured in the time, the sweat, the tears on, on learning how to become a better coach and learning how to engage people differently. So, you know, I know that, um, the relationship that he's generated with me and sustained over the course of time is, is, is going to be the relationship that he has with the guys that are, that are currently there. And then he's, he's maintained with, with, you know, everybody that he's ever coached. So, you know, I suspect that he's, he's going to go about reengaging the alumni with, with the same vigor and energy that he's had in maintaining the relationship with me. So. That's great. You know, he's just, just a great, great guy. I can't, I can't say enough. Yeah. John Topolsky, our guest, former Baylor baseball All-American uh, on the hiring of Mitch Thompson as Baylor baseball's head coach. And, uh, uh, you know, for a guy that was an assistant for so long here, I mean, 18 years here at Baylor, and then to go out and to, uh, to become a head coach and have such great success at MCC, winning a national title at MCC, uh, did you see during all that time, you know, he was an assistant coach while you were here, but did you see the uh, uh, when he got the right opportunity that he would make a great head coach? You know, yes, um, I think so, and 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 I, I think the biggest the biggest thing about it is having a passion for it, having a process around it. You know, that's that's something that you probably don't respect as much. Um, when you're an 18, 19 year old kid, um, having had the luxury of playing pro ball after the fact, I really learned more about kind of the regimentation and the additional things that you need to do to succeed in the long term. And looking at Mitch in hindsight, I realized a lot of those pieces were in place. <clears throat> and candidly, it was it was something that the entire coaching staff taught us and trained us to do. Um, throughout my career so that when I got to be a, a professional baseball player and you aren't necessarily held to the fire to make sure that you're doing your workouts and eating right and all those things, um, you know, going about your process, that was, that was easy. It was an easier transition for me because of what I had gone through and experienced at Baylor. And I wasn't acutely aware of it at the time you know, you have no basis of comparison, but once I got into pro ball and I saw how other guys that had come through different programs or were coming out of high school or were, or were coming from, from different countries, even you get an, you get an understanding of how great we had it and how good the coaching was and how more importantly, they did a good job, good job of kind of mentally and emotionally preparing you for professional baseball one, but life in general. Cause you know, I don't, I don't know if uh, if everyone walks through life, but you know life has some difficult moments, and so you know those guys did a great job of teaching us how to handle adversity, how to work through it, how to continue to be, uh, how to continue to persevere, and 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 continue to go about our business, the highs and the lows. So you know maybe not necessarily to answer your question, maybe not necessarily in the moment. Mm -hmm. um, as time goes on, you start to gain a greater and greater appreciation for it. You go, yeah, absolutely, I, I. You know, when, when this job opening came up, there was no one in my mind that jumped out besides Mitch. Obviously, I'm sure, I'm sure that there were wonderfully qualified, amazing coaches that were interested in the job, and I'm sure that Mac and the staff did an extremely thorough job vetting everybody. Uh, but in my mind, I just knew that there was nobody that was going to do it better or more passionately or more emphatically and enthusiastically than Mitch. Yeah, boy, I agree with you. That is great. 
Well, great to catch up with you. Uh, I appreciate it. You're uh, in in Longhorn territory down there, and oh man, they're going back to the College World Series. But we got to get Baylor back to making trips to the College World Series. So this is the start of that today. I absolutely believe it. It's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a fun ride watching these guys turn around. Yeah. Hey, thanks. Great to visit with you. Love you, man. Thank you very much. Thanks, John. All right. Thanks, John. All right. Thanks, John Topolsky with us, one of Baylor's all-time greats, a member of the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame, uh, All-Big 12, All-American. Aaron, he still holds a number, a large number of Baylor uh, records. Uh, he is – you'd win some bets with this. Who's Baylor's all-time home runs leader? <laughs> it's John Topolsky with 50. So uh, a number of records, all-time hits leader, all-time RBI. walks. Think RBI? I think, I think I'm not that, positive. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I, when, when I saw that, and I didn't realize it, you know, obviously I was I was reading some stuff before we had him on the show. Right. But yeah, it was like he still is the all-time Baylor leader in home runs. And I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Like five different offensive categories as a leadoff man too. Yeah. Yeah. And so. and you think about all the great hitters that have been through Baylor. You know, I mean, it's just just an amazing achievement to still have those records yeah he's right there so great to visit with john great uh perspective from him on the hiring of mitch thompson as baylor baseball head coach